Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. Reggae Lover Podcast, Khalil Wonder in the building. A-God here, what up people? Shouts out to Nice Up Radio, all the listeners there. Big up to the, all the DJs and everybody, you know, Cancer Man and the whole team at NiceUpRadio.com. Yeah, and big up to everybody li- listening on all the digital streaming platforms all across the world. That's right. Welcome to another Reggae Lover episode today. We're going to talk some Sound Clash things, um, a couple of reviews and comments on some recent goings on, and then we're going to talk some pregame analysis on some anticipated clashes coming up and give some predictions as well. Okay. Yeah, man. So the Lawless Sound Clash is a recent one that took place out in LA, um, out in California. Mm-hmm. Um, three-way clash. Featuring King Shine from New Jersey, um, John Mikey one from the West Coast, and Blunt Posse from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't really know about this dance prior to it happening, but you know, once the audio dropped, I was able to check it out. And congrats to John Mikey on the victory there. What was your, you know, like takeaways from this dance, bro? Yeah, so I think this this dance is actually a annual dance, and it's usually, I believe, on the weekend of uh, it's like some some like a festival that usually goes on in Cali, if I'm not mistaken. And I've heard it I've heard it years past where you know they have more sounds. Mostly, you know, this is their opportunity to get sounds from the East Coast and Jamaica out there. But yeah, I mean, I think so. A few things. This was a, a fairly short clash for three sounds. Number one, you know, I'm not necessarily um, used to the microwave format anymore. You know, the, these 10 minute rounds, five minute rounds, that stuff. Um, but my overall take on it was uh, John Mikey definitely did solid. Um, I would say Blunt Posse. You know, obviously could have done a lot better. I, I think they never caught their stride. Um, and I, I personally think that Jimmy, you know, from, um, what was it? King Shine, you know, I think, I, I think he won a round, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But, but basically it was th- uh, the three round knockout rules. So basically John Mikey, you know, uh, basically locked off both of them because he won all three rounds according to the voting. Um, but what I heard is the turnout. You know, wasn't that great, but I, I heard a lot of forwards for King Shine, though. Okay. Yeah, that one was, um, I think, like last year. Was this the clash that featured Camouflage, Cosmic, and um, another sound, one of the West Coast sounds? Yeah, I think it was like a Midwest sound or something like that. But yeah, yeah, it's the same. I believe it's the same clash, yeah. Right. So in that clash, you know, again, the New York sounds did not, uh, did not make it, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, they didn't make it to be victorious. So I think it's just kind of a thing where um, it's kind of an exhibition. It's not really a sound clash crowd per se. And then the event is half clash, half juggling. So there's like a pre-clash and then there's a party that ensues after. So it's kind of like, you know, yeah, it's a real clash. They play real dubs, but in terms of the voting and stuff like that, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. That's my opinion. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, look, it was entertaining for me. I just think that King Shine and Blunt, you know, I, I, I would say they're bigger sounds, they're older sounds, and they're used to different formats. You know, this is not an excuse for them or anything like that, but, you know, we've seen King Shine one-on-one with Addy's Soul Supreme and these big sounds, and same thing with Blunt Posse, you know. They've gone one-to-one, you know, one-on-one with with a lot of big sounds as well. And I would say that John Mikey, even though he's very talented, very entertaining, I love how he cuts his dubs. I think that this format plays to his strengths, you know. Um, I'm, I, I've never heard him, you know, outside of the clashes in Jamaica, I haven't heard like a real um, long-distance clash type of situation from him. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know he's played dances with longer rounds like yeah, especially yeah. in jamaica i think some of those jersey clashes may have been you know a little bit longer and you know he won mm-hmm. you know basically he's got a really good win-loss record right now and um yeah he's very prepared for this dance obviously he kind of had a home crowd advantage and um you know what i'm saying he came with the with the customs at the end at the right time um yeah. to secure the voting i just like his um his strategy, his aggressiveness, you know what I'm saying? Aggression, whatever it is, uh, the right term, and, you know what I'm saying? So would definitely look forward to seeing a dance like that held somewhere else, first of all, maybe on the East Coast. And then, yeah, I'd definitely like to see Jab Mikey on the battlefield just in general, um, taking on some of the top-tier sounds. I'd like to see what that looks like. Yeah, you did bring up a good point though. He he does have a few wins under his belt on the East Coast as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this is just the guy who has the home t- home team advantage, you know. And tell you the truth, he he is aggressive and, you know, there's some speeches that both Ajax and Jimmy made and, you know, he didn't shy away from it. He addressed it directly, you know what I mean? And turned it around to his advantage. So very talented out of like, a, you know, I know, I know Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Spliff is a, you know, one man band, so to speak. So is John Mikey. You know, there's a few of those selectors, but, you know, I feel like these selectors that are, are definitely quote unquote solo have been doing very well lately. Him dynamic, you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit burnt out of warrior, no disrespect, but you know, yeah. Yeah, indeed. You know, um, I know we didn't have this on the list, but um, I wanted to ask you because I, I, I didn't get the final results of the Batadang Canada that mm. clash. Um, did you listen to that whole audio? I did not. I did not. Um, yeah, there's something that just fell off my radar. I started listening to it, and I think what happened was, you know, some audio from elsewhere came out. Like, there was a bunch of audio that came out. Um, in that same time frame, so it just got kind of got buried in the pile of, you know, things to listen to. You know, I think around the same time was when you know everything was going on with the whole base Odyssey swatch thing and all that. You know, so <laughs> yeah, it just kind of got lost. You know, I and tell you the truth, you know, as of recent, I'm not really um, impressed with you know uh, Canada's pr- prospects for clashing. On the on the on the on the world scene, you know, on the stage. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. You know, don't want to um, disrespect, you know, our brethren to the north. But um, one thing of the audio that I, you know, shared with you was, you know, the not the greatest sound quality. Mm-hmm. 
And um, so that made it a little bit different. I believe King Vavo is one of the sounds on the dance. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't that familiar with the other sounds. So, you know, I'll, I'll circle back to that. And, you know, I see our, I think Rough Pack just posted that audio um, okay. again. And they also posted the USA Better Than one. So, you know, more to come on that. Um, I think the most anticipated event of the year right now for the remainder of the year is the Welcome to Jamrock Cruise mm-hmm. Clash at Sea, right? So on that lineup, we have the World Clash Champion, Code Red, facing off against his uh, rival from this past World Clash and uh, the U.S. Rumble Champion, Dynamic. Mm-hmm. You also have Warrior Sound, who you just mentioned, say a tie to them. Um, mm-hmm. They won last year's Clash at Sea, did they? Well, I know it was between um, him and Dynamic. It was between him and Dynamic. So maybe Dynamic won. Um, I feel sad. I, th- I, feel, I feel Warrior won, yeah. Okay, so, and then Warrior also won, like, the, the Sumfest staging of, you know, World Clash or whatever, you know, killing off a couple of dinosaurs last year. So, you know, Warriors on a win streak right now. Obviously, he didn't win World Clash, but, you know what I'm saying, he he wasn't eliminated early in World Clash. Um, and who's the other contender in it? It's four sounds. Could it possibly be Notorious. Oh, Notorious. Notorious. Yeah, Shaba and Bagel Marie will be on the ship. So, like, when you talk in excitement and anticipation, I think this is, like, a, a massive event. You know, maybe even just as just as anticipated as World Clash almost. Yeah, man, because you have history between, let's see, Notorious and Dynamic. They they went head to head um at uh, what was it, Guinness? Um what no, it wasn't It was uh, Boom Clash. Boom Clash, yeah, right. So, you know, you have Notorious and, and Warrior went head to head in Boom Clash. Then you have Dynamic and Warrior, who have bucked up a, f- a few different times, uh, most notably on the cruise, you know, and and Code Red, you know, to be honest, Code Red right now, whether it's Juggling or Clash, you know, um, they're the sound of beat. Yeah, yeah, top sound right now in terms of bookings and, and all that on both sides. So um, also Notorious and Code Red haven't lost, mm. you know, um, they haven't lost. Dynamic has done amazing things. Um, and Warrior, you know, Warrior is not a new sound at all. He's a veteran in this. He's been doing this for a long time. He's the most seasoned sound, I think, that's on the lineup. So it's going to be very interesting. Um, would you dare to make your predictions at this time? <laughs> I mean, to me, it, it depends. I, I, the, the reason why I say I'm a little bit burnt out on Warrior is not because... It, you know, Warrior is a bad sound or anything like that. You know, I like his dubs. I just feel like his energy is a little bit more muted. You know, I think when he gets into certain, um, backed into certain corners, it's, you know, it, it's it's weird. I, I just, if if I was to compare this to fighting styles, you know, his, his, his fighting style is a little bit too technical for me. Whereas, you know, the other three are very entertaining. You know, Lil Shaba, uh, Chris Diamond, and even recently, um, you know, Sudanese child, you know, AKA the African from Dynamic, he's kind of re- reinvented himself as an MC, you know, and what I've noted is, you know, especially 
as of late, you know, we heard some stuff in the UK, him and Addie's, you know, were on a little tour in the UK juggling, you know, and I, I think he's really stepped up his emceeing abilities, you know, even though they were already good, you know, he has the ability to um, really lower the music, you know, talk to people, convey a message and then boom, you know what I'm saying? Tune is on point. But I, what I notice is his vibes, his level of vibes is, is, is on the rise. Um, so to answer your question, no, no predictions <laughs> except an entertaining clash. Um, I don't have any favorites. However, like I said, like I'm a little bit tired of Warrior. No, that's just my two cents. Yeah, I feel um, Warrior is going to be thrown overboard first. <laughs> He'll be eliminated first. It's the crowd, man. You, you you never know the makeup of the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know the crowd is going to be hype. They're going to be diverse. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of everything. But, you know, just the energy. It's going to be going to be amazing. Um, sorry, I'm not going to be <laughs> there live in the flesh for real. But um, I think it's going to come down to Code Red and Notorious, to, you know, the Jamaican representatives. I just feel like the level of preparation that these guys bring and um, also their energy with being able to juggle. Um, Code Red and Notorious also are tandems, you know, it's an MC and mixer. Right. So I think that that's going to come into play. Whereas the African and Warrior are going to be solo. You got Bad Marie with the fast mixing and, um, you know, same thing with, with um, what's the DJ for Code Red? I forgot. Uh, La- Lamb or something, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, he's a shooter, yo. You know what I'm saying? He mixes on point super fast. And, you know, the synergy between the chemistry between him and um and Chris Diamond, you know, the size, you know, just the size, you know, of Code Red. Literally, you know, Chris Diamond being larger than life with all the antics, the banter, the jokes. Um, and the same thing with, it's the same thing that Shaba brings. You know, I'm expecting, you know, props and, and, and costume changes and, and all that kind of stuff coming from, from the notorious team. So. Yeah. And, and, and the crazy thing with both those sounds that you mentioned, both Chris Diamond and Little Shaba. Um, basically are also great by themselves. Like it's insane, you know? Right. So, you know, you got, um, bad gal Marie coming in representing Japanese, you know, and representing women, women as well. They got a couple things, a couple angles that are a little bit unique in the dance. So it's going to be very spicy. Um, mm-hmm. so we'll definitely be talking about that, um, after the fact. Maybe uh, Macha should teach his wife how to juggle, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. So another one that I didn't write down on the board that I'm looking forward to is taking place in the DMV area um, mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. And that's Emperor Sound. Emperor from, you know, JA and USA, Washington, D.C.'s own versus Innocent who's mm-hmm. coming off of their recent victory over King Addies. You know what I mean? Well, I want to tell you, I listen to a lot of Emperor sound. You know, they've been putting out audio consistently, I think, the last couple of years. They have, uh, was it Rumbar Thursdays in Jamaica? 
you know, mm-hmm. the Jamaica team, you know, and that audio, it's usually pretty good, man. It's usually pretty good. And everything that Naj Supreme has been doing in the States here has been pretty uh, noteworthy. It's pretty impressive as well. You know, they uh, recently won a clash in New York, right? Um, I don't even yeah, remember. It was, the it, was some, it was some months ago, yeah. I don't remember the other two sounds, but I remember, you know, Naj kind of just taking over the dance at a certain point, man, by going to a certain part of the dub box. The sound is very similar to Eddie's, in my opinion, in terms of like the depth of the box, the age of the sound, older than Eddie's from 1971. So they got some stuff that people, if you're not familiar with this sound, the sound is absolutely fully loaded. You know what I mean? Similar to Eddie's, this is a, you know, a Rasta sound, but also a Badman sound. So they got a few different angles covered. Um, and then obviously Innocent, you know, I was around Innocent from the 90s, so to speak, you know, having met people that were around the sound. And, you know, what I mean, I had one of those mixes, you know, one of those remember this mixes um, on cassette and we were rolling in the car, you know what I mean? And at that time, Highlander was a young sound. I'm playing 45s, no dub plates, you know, just juggling, starting like studio one and coming up with, you know, classic reggae um, into the classic dance hall. And, you know what I mean? We enjoyed the mix as we were rolling in the car. And, you know, the man said to me, yeah, I have all those songs on dub plate. And I'm like, what? You know, that's when I start learning about innocent sound. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So that dance is going to be in terms of the U.S. What's notable is it's not New York sounds for the first time. You know, not, it, nothing to do with New York. A song from Florida versus a song from D.C. and um, I think it's going to be a real battle. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I don't, I don't have any bets in this in this battle either. It's just going to be an entertaining clash. Um, I hope that it's not. I don't know, this is a weird thing to say, but I hope it's not too friendly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause, no, here's, here's why. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of these sounds that clash a lot of times, there's a lot of like animosity or, you know, shade or dirt or whatever. It, this seems like one of those matches to where, you know, the two big sounds, but I'm hoping it gets, it, it gets real dirty. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's no, there's no real, like, you know, I respect. Uh, Dapper and Innocent, and I respect Emperor, you know, Naj, what he's done with the sound in the past few years. And it's just like, um, like, like Dapper said in the, in the clash with Adiz, you know, he's been there from day one, pretty much, you know what I'm saying? And Naj, you know, he said he grew up with Emperor, you know, when he was a kid. So I don't know. It just seems like it's, I'm this, I'm not familiar. Like, this is a one-on-one clash, you know what I'm saying? And usually with one-on-one clashes, you're hearing words being flung and all this, that, and the other. I don't know if there's enough dirt, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, no, I feel like this is going to be an actual... Like a know, technical clash? Yeah, like an like a actual, you know, box-for-box, tune-for-tune, you know, counting-the-points type of battle because... Yeah. Really, that, that's how these selectors, you know, these selectors aren't known as the feisty, you know what I mean, tell you about your mother and all this stuff. Like, I'm not yeah, expecting yeah, yeah. the typical one, two, three comments, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, Batiman, you know, you're you know, and yeah, 
uh, you know, that's not what I'm expecting. I'm expecting be, like, it's going to be taking apart the, the the boxes. Like, yo, you have the it's it's kind of you know. I guess you're right because it's kind of like Soul Supreme at ease, right? You know, there wasn't technically a lot of bad words thrown in that in that clash. It was mostly, you know, like in the first hours, everybody trying to play as many dubs as possible. And it was kind of like, like you said, a highly technical dance to where you, you're trying to put whole. And, and as we saw, you know, in the Addies clash, Dapper can do that. Right. Even if and, they go 45, 45 hour, hour. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, another thing, um, while you say that is it's not going to be like a, like an anthems party. You know what I'm saying? Like, say like base Odyssey LP or something like that. Or, you know, it sounds like Eddie's and it's like, yo, three quarters of the night, they're just, you know, or like even earth, you know, sounds like that three quarters of the night, they're just rinsing anthems. And it's like, okay, this is, I'm expecting to just hear things that, you know, you're not going to hear or that you don't hear every, every time. So. Right. And that's why I like the innocent rhythm force dance that, you know, from a couple of years ago, you know, both of them were Florida sounds. And, you know, both of them had anthems, quote unquote, but you couldn't, you couldn't, you, you can't really depend on that. You just got to just keep on shooting. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like these songs have, they don't have like world anthems. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's no like stone. They can love. play stuff. They can play stuff that people don't have. Like both sounds have D Brown. You know what I'm saying? Both sounds, I think, might have Garnet. Maybe I'm not sure. I know. I know what Emperor definitely. Emperor definitely. Um, but yeah, it's like they have artists that, um, and and tunes. Like here's the thing about Emperor's Box too. When we first, you know, started getting reacquainted with Emperor, you know, they cut everything back in the day. There's there's things that these big New York sounds don't have that Emperor has. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just to be honest, you know, they, they're definitely a sleeping giant. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if you're talking, I mean, they're 20 years older than, than Innocent. Yeah. So I feel like they have an advantage there. And then also, you know, the sound is in Jamaica, cutting new tunes, you know, till this day, putting together, you know, quote unquote, combo to bombo <laughs> type combinations. So I'm going to actually give them a little edge in my, you know, in my prediction, I'll give them a little edge. Well, right but, before you said that, I was like, I'm, I might actually give innocent the edge because even, even though emperor is the oldest sound, you know, um, Dapa has, as we saw in the Addis clash, the, you know, the, the veteran status, you know what I'm saying? It's it's weird because Naj is so young, but he grew up around the sound. So it's like I'm 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 it's like I'm debating myself right now. It's like uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. No, nah, he's young. You know, I think he's kind of proven that he knows the box, kind of like kind of like a kingpin. Mm. So that'll be interesting because there's some angles that uh, Dapoli could probably use to attack that he did use against kingpin. Mm-hmm. And um and he was successful as we saw. So yeah man. Thanks Aga nice. Yeah man. Alright, so let's turn our focus to Addie's before we kinda close out this sound sound system 
conversation. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know for sure the most publicized, you know, dance. I think this is how they're closing the year out with the big one is Addies versus King Wagiti. Mm-hmm. I mean, yo, how how familiar are you with Waggy on the real? All right, I know of Waggy T. I've I've heard mixes, a lot of mixes from Waggy T himself. I know in the past few years they have some young shooters on the sound. He's built up a a new team, so to speak. You know, however, what it seems like is Patrick Ewing, you know, who is one of the main MCs on the sound, is going to want to um, uh, spearhead this one. But to answer your question, not a lot. You know, I've, I've heard Waggy alongside this person, Waggy alongside that person. I've heard a handful of clashes, but, you know, it was such a long time ago that I can't really say, you know, um, how prolific of a clash sound Waggy really is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll compare them, uh, Waggy T to, to our Radigan a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference is that when you look at Radigan, Clash has been a part of his history right? since the 80s. You know what I mean? He's got the 80s, you know, the Barry G thing, and then coming up through the 90s, he was on the battlefield. He was on the battlefield. I think, you know, he did the Death Before Dishonors. He did the one-on-ones. You know what I mean? He did the New York Clashes. He did Clashes in England. Um, so like he doesn't really have that legacy. Mm-hmm. They're more like a party sound, a radio sound, but that love dub played and cut dubs. So they have, you know, the, the garnets and the bone killers and the bujus and, you know what I'm saying? They got like some iconic dubs, but now going up against Addies, like, yeah, I don't have like recent memory of Waggy I know they had a clash. Was it the City Heat dance? They went against I believe so. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know, like, you know, Addies is supposed to be full of new tune. So when it comes to playing modern music, uh, you know, I'm interested to see how YKT kind of handles that piece. Like, I know they could go dub for dub. And I know when it gets, you know, to like the third round and it's time for anthems and I can play this, you can't play this type of speeches. I know they have that. But how are they going to fill in the other time? Um, it could it, it's gonna, it could get very sticky for Addies as long as um, I tell you what I don't want to see. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see technical difficulties because <laughs> uh, that kind of I feel like that kind of set the tone for Addies versus Innocent. You know, what I mean that. And then um, also the rules is going to be very important because that also played a big role in Addies Innocent. So, so um, this is interesting, but. Usually, I wouldn't take this stance, but I don't think uh, Kingpin should play this dance. I think it, no, seriously, I think it has to be Soji. You know what I'm saying? He got benched. He's going to get benched. Well, here's the thing. Um, In order, so they, they put Soji on the sound for a reason, to have an imprint in Florida. And I get, you know, Kingpin going down to Atlanta and all that, and even juggling in, in Florida. However, um, so it's interesting. The last time, you know, Addies went up against Poison Dot in Florida, you know, actually Killer B, Killer Boo, you know what I'm saying, was the one who stepped up 
because uh, he had history with um, Soji. You know what I'm saying? They used to play the same sound and this, that, and the other. You know, I don't know if it was at the same time, but, you know, that was an interesting clash for me. You know, it was it was interesting for more than one reason. It was a cooler clash or yeah. some weird outdoor daytime thing or something, but it, it was very entertaining, you know. But here's a, here's why I say I want Soji no uh to to play this dance is because not only is his his home territory but there's a chance for him to prove himself in the class arena with with Addy's box number one and tell you the truth if he doesn't you know especially a sound like waggy t who is rooted in the foundation of florida's reggae scene if he doesn't do it i mean he's not going to go into any respect from anyone you know what i mean and yeah. i know it's probably not up to him to decide you know, but that's what I want to see. It's like, you know, win, lose, or draw, you stepped up and defended your territory. That, that's that's me. I think that would be entertaining simply because, you know, um, Soji could juggle. You know what I'm saying? But in terms of clashes that I've heard him in, I'm not too impressed. You know what I mean? But I would like to see what he could do with Addy's, you know, dub, pl- dub plate box in a in a sound clash in his own territory. Right. Yeah, I think there is something to him knowing the areas, knowing the crews of people and, you know, probably having more familiarity himself with Patrick Ewing and, and others on, on Waggy T. So, you know, you got a point there. Maybe a yeah. good opportunity for him. I mean, and, and, and if he doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I'm, I'm concerned about his career or anything. It's just I feel like that's that's the move. If you... If you're a veteran selector, because he's been around for some years now, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be able to step up and say, yo, I got this. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. I don't really, I can't really, I can't really, well, yeah. Uh, if I was going to give a prediction for this, you know, I, I don't think I could bet against Addies, but I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if Wagiti is able to come out victorious at the same time. I'll be very sense. surprised. You'd be very surprised? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even in juggling situations, there was a, um, you know, a, a dance where it was like a dub showcase down there, you know, a few months back. And I, I don't know, like, I'm not too impressed with even some of their older dubs, you know? Waggy T. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, if they, like I said, if Waggy T can brandish some new tunes, play them before Addies gets to them, you know, they're going to have a chance because speaking of showcases, um, there was that dance in Connecticut, different dance, you know, um, with uh, what's this Connecticut sound? What, Ready Rock? Yes. There's a Juggle for Your Life in Connecticut. Ready yeah, Rock. There are a few different installations. I believe Ready Rock is the promoter of that dance too. Yeah, maybe. You know, there's another sound couple other sounds that I think are involved in the promotion still. But, mm-hmm. you know, the last one that I'm talking about, the one where Addies and Emperor was there. And remember, we listened to that dance. And, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yo, the you Naj run them out of tune. That was the first time that I remember hearing Kingpin just kind of like small up himself, yo, in the dance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yo, like he didn't have anything else to play. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a juggle for your life. And 
yo, know, it seemed like he almost wanted to start playing 45s or something. <laughs> like, yo, know, Emperor was ready every round. You know, every round Emperor had juggling, yo. Juggling, yo. He was able to go on rhythms. He was able to go new. He was able to go old. And Kingpin is like, he didn't know what to do. It wasn't a clash, but you know what I mean? By the end of the night, if it was a clash, it would have been, it would have been sticky. So using that as a, a, you know, as an example, mixed with the innocent situation, you know, like Addie's is not an invincible sound. They are beatable. So, you know, therefore I feel if YGT does a good enough job of rinsing out new songs and then making it about what you have specially prepared, what you have that's exclusive, you know what I'm saying? And then they got the home field advantage too. Well, this is 2022. So they got to play like it's 2022. I'm not even... I'm not even talking about the new tune. I'm talking about the oh, the style of juggling. the style of juggling. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, you can have old tunes and juggle them like you said, like Naj did. You know, and juggle them like crazy because you know people seem to think like back in the yeah most mo- mostly in the late '80s or early '90s. Yes, a lot of sounds did pace themselves, but this is the time when you're getting the bass odysseys, the Earth Rulers. You know, what I'm saying who are like starting to really, really, you know, even babyface on at ease, you know, starting to really, really start speeding up the juggling, whether it's old tune or new tune. I'm not worried about that, bro. All right. Yo, YGT can juggle, son. That's what's just how I, how I began. I don't know yeah. them from a clashing legacy. I know about them from juggling. And mm. yeah, like he, that's why he always had, you know, he doesn't try to, do it himself. He always had Patrick Ewan. Yeah. And they got chemistry, bro. If I mean, if it's them two, that's going to be at the helm. Um, yeah, like, Waggy T can rinse tunes mad fast, yo. Like, he'd been doing that from, like, dub plate days. Mm. And I'm talking, yeah, not, yeah, he's not like that, like, Rodigan in that sense. Like, they mm. were mixing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Shouts out to Irish and Shin, man. They, they have uh, recently announced that they are presenting a sound system summit in 2023 and um, don't have a lot of information on it as yet. But, you know, anything that Shin does, you know, it's going to be on a large scale. Um, so you can expect it to be uh, very professional. So, you know, something I'm interested in there. I think there's definitely a space for that in our business. And, you know, they've done... Everything else, they've kind of done it already. So, you know, looking forward to seeing, you know, what they put together with that. Um, and we'll give you, you know, as we get more information, we'll definitely present it here. Yeah, man. And not only is there a space for it, it's needed, you know? Definitely. So let us um, take that and wrap it. You know, listeners, please would love to hear your comments on all of the dances that we just ran through, you know what I'm saying? If you are catching this, you know, in, in real time, you know, what are your predictions? And, um, and if it's after the fact, you know, and we were spot on or we, or we were wrong or, you know what I mean? You, you heard the audio and, and you want to comment, you know, definitely hit us up. Reggae Lover Podcast at gmail.com or info 
at reggaelover.com. Um, also, just you know, comment right here on YouTube. Um, social media is at Regular Podcast on Instagram, at Regular Pod on Twitter. If you're interested in a sponsorship or donation, please email info at regulover.com. Follow us on Instagram at Regular Podcast. Like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Regular Podcast. 